Streaming at WDEVradio.com. 90 years of serving Vermont. The friendly pioneer, WDEV. W-D-E-V, this is Vermont, New Hampshire, where you hear the influential. All right, we're back, and I think uh, Delbert McClinton's all ready to kick things off this morning here on WDEV. Delbert, if you're ready, we're ready for you. It looks like Delbert's taking a little nap up there because we don't hear from Delbert at all. But, well, we have a moment waiting for Delbert to come by. And Hey, how are you? We're greeting a lot of folks today. Dana Jewell is here in the house. Wish I had a microphone. Oh, take the headset on there. Put the headset right on there, Dana. Hi, How are you? Ah, Dana Jewell, Dana Jewell, the morning man for how many years here at WDV? How many times? I don't have a, I guess it is on, it's uh, off and on, first stint was about eight years. Yeah! Ain't much shaking in a one-horse town. News travels fast when something good comes around. Saturday night they gonna be laying it down. Mr. Smith and his band are reading now. Mr. Smith is back in town. Yeah, baby. Mr. Smith is back in town. Keeping things up, cooling things down. Mr. Down at the service station said he bought two tickets last week. Turns out he can't use them and he's looking to let them go cheap. What say I buy them and you and me go step it out? Find out what this Mr. Smith stuff's all about. Mr. Smith is back in town. Oh, here he comes now. Mr. Smith is back in town. You know they're going to be heating things up, cooling things down. That's what he's doing.
Before, you're going to meet a lot of the Radio Vermont family as we move along throughout the morning. And, of course, uh, I think he has been here almost as long as I have over the years, Tom Beardsley. And Tom is going to introduce a longtime member, Dana Jewell. Tom, take it away. Thank you very much, Jack, and good morning again, everyone, and welcome to the WDEV 90th anniversary celebration. We've got a wonderful crowd here. Everybody's having a good time. I've seen a lot of familiar faces, friends from the past. I saw Moses here a moment ago. No, wait a minute. That's Joel Nashman. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> but anyway, we're all here having a good time, and here's a good friend, Dana Jewell. Hello there. Yeah. <laughs> now, unlike... Unlike years past, nowadays we have very good state-of-the-art equipment, as you can see. Yeah. In years past, we used to work with some uh, some equipment that was used and refurbished. Refurbished. That's a good one. Yeah, word. and yeah. Ken put a lot of his hard-earned money into that equipment. Yeah. Well, one day we're doing a remote over in Virgin's, yeah, and Dana was, was doing the remote. Yep. And Dana thought he would set the equipment on the shelf right above Sherry, how are you, the cook sink nice in the kitchen you. of the restaurant we yeah. were working there in. Was no, I couldn't reach the cords to the outlet and out the window to Kenley on the street below. And Kenley's back here at the radio station Isn't that true, though? giving no, no. Dana instructions. Was you know those places better than Oh, me, that's I'm right. Sure. Yeah. He was there. Yeah, yeah. We were co- I don't know what we were covering, Virgin's Day or something like yeah. that. It was years ago. But uh, this very expensive piece of equipment, they call it a Comrex, and it sends the signal over the phone and it gets decoded back at the studio, so it sounds like we're standing right there yeah. instead of over a cheap phone. Very sophisticated piece of equipment. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. use it a lot, as you can tell, blog, it's mostly is cheap phone calls here seen. on DEV, but nonetheless... I tripped over the cord as I was leaving the room, and the darn thing fell right in a sink full of water. Huh? Ken, Ken was very pleased <laughs> oh, about was that. Oh, he ever. I went down, and I said, uh, Ken, we're going to have to use your cheap cell phone. Yeah. And he said, why is that? And I told him what I did, and he just looked at me for a moment, turned, and walked away. And, 
And yeah. Dana goes over and reaches into the sink, grabs the cords, and pulls the piece of equipment out of the sink water. Yeah. yeah. It was a great moment in radio yeah. history. I think it would have been worse. The equipment was salvaged. It, it, they saved it. Yeah. Once it dried out. But I think it might have been the amount of uh, bar soap that was in the water that saved it. But That's right. Um, yeah. yeah. That was the most expensive thing I ever did to him. But you have a great career with this radio station. I did. You've worked at other radio stations yeah. around Vermont. Yeah. But you spent how many years here, Dana? Uh, well, the first stint was a little under eight years and two years the second time around. Yep. Yeah. And both times, Beardsley showed me the ropes. Well, I didn't have to show him many ropes yeah. because he, he knew his way around. I was in there training him, and I was trying to show him the equipment, and about 15 minutes into it, he said, I'm okay, I'll take it from here. Yeah, so, yeah. well, that was years ago. Yeah. Uh, more recently with all the computer stuff, and now Lee can tell you, Lee uh, Cattell, I worked with him the last couple of years there in the morning, um, and they come up with these new computer programs to make the job easier. And I've got a mental block when it comes to new computer programs. <laughs> and he would look at me turn and walk away. Kind of like Ken did that time. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, there but, you go. But we managed to do it. We uh, we got along great. We had a good time. And uh, I, I miss WDEV quite a bit. But I'm on vacation every day, so I'm getting used to that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. One of the things that Dana did uh, exceedingly well, probably as well as anybody who's ever had a hand in it, yeah. is the Trading Post program. That was my favorite part of WDEV. And you did it well. Yeah. yeah. Talking to the listeners. And I just loved it. And we had a lot of fun. And yeah, yeah, And the beauty of it is you know a little bit about a lot of things. Well, so, therefore, whatever item bit. came along on the training post, uh, Dana would have something to say about it or have some knowledge yeah, of it. Yeah. And I try to sell my car in more, in more the last stint. Ken didn't mind that, and Eric in the old days. But uh, Corm come running upstairs and stop selling your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, if, he, if, wants, he wants a piece of the action. It was either, thing. do you want to earn this minimum wage or do you want to sell your stuff? Yeah, Make your right. choice. Hey, I can yeah. afford to work here because of the trading post. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you up to these days? Uh, well, I retired in September, and uh, my wife and I went to uh, sunny Florida just outside of Bradenton, and... We liked it so much, we actually bought a place down there. So Good we're going to spend you. winters there, and we have a place in Colchester, right near Ken's uh, first ex-wife mm -hmm. uh, in uh, Colchester Point area. We're going to spend the summer there. And until we can't afford it anymore. Well, it's awfully good to see you. Yeah. I know it's really a lot good of to people. Be here. I see a lot of old friends here, and it's been a hoot. Thanks. Indeed. A lot of people uh, in between your various stints here at the radio yeah. station yeah. always yeah. asked about the great Dana Jewell. Just Thank one you, Dana. more thing. I couldn't get through sure. on the trading post. I've got a 2008 oh, Volvo oh, stop for sale. It. Stop it. Low mileage. Yeah. It's a beautiful shape. Yeah. Is it a pick me up truck? Or? Uh, no, no. It's a passenger type car. Ah, Remember okay. those? They yes, used to I sell do. those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dana Jewell. Thanks. <laughs> And Jack Donovan back at the, the main All right, to the thanks spot. very much. Uh, always willing to sell a car to somebody, aren't you out there, huh? <laughs> Dana Jill, Tom Beersley, all part of what's going on here on, on Stowe Street in Waterbury. It's our home, has been for the past 90 years. Would love you to be part of it today. We'll be here till about 2 o'clock this afternoon. We've got a lot of folks we're going to be talking to. And some great music, as always, on an outlaw Saturday morning. And I believe Willie Nelson is knocking at the door. Willie? Got an old slouch hat Got my roll on my shoulder I'm as free as the breeze And I'll do as I please I'm just a bombing around I got a million friends I don't feel any older 
I got nothing to lose, not even the blues. I'm just a bum out around. And whenever worry starts to bother in me, I grab my coat and my old slouch hat and hit the trail again, you see. I ain't got the dime And I don't care where I'm going I got nothing to lose Not even the blues Just a bummer around Got my roll on my shoulder I'm as free as the breeze And I'll do as I please I'm just a bum out around I got a million friends Don't feel any older I got nothing to lose Not even the blues Just a bother around And whenever worry Starts to bother in me I grab my coat and my whole slouch hat And hit the trail again, you see I ain't got a dime I don't care where I'm going I got nothing to lose, not even the blues. I'm just a bummer around.
no battle axe to begin with. Nobody in this little tavern likes her. I don't know why she hangs around in here. All the boys do. I see why they like her. We all know why they like her. Ruby. That is Loretta Lynn. She's 80 years young. Do you believe that? And still on the road. That's uh, from an album she recorded about a year ago called, I'm sorry, it's called Ruby Stool here on WDEV. And just before that, we heard from Willie on your Outlaw Saturday morning here on the stations of Radio Vermont as we celebrate our 90th birthday. The block party's going on. I guess they're about ready to cut the cake. So if you're in the immediate area, drop by. There'll probably be still some left as we move along throughout the morning as well. But it's our 90th birthday. We'd love to have you join us. Right now, we're going to turn... Beardsley's going to speak with, oh, Ensign Tidbits is here. Hey, how are you? Thank you, Jack, and good morning again, everyone. I'll tell you a short story. Many, many years ago, the late, great Rusty Parker said to me, listen, we're getting an award from a dairy organization. It was called MPSI, Milk Promotion Services Incorporated, uh, down at Lake Maury. And I can't go. Rusty was having health problems at the time. He says, I can't go. I'd like you to go down and receive the award on behalf of the radio station. And I was brand new to the area, young fella, didn't know much of anything. So I drove down to Lake Maury and I received this award from MPSI, which was the forerunner to the American Dairy Association. And it brought home to me the importance of this radio station to agriculture and agriculture to this radio station. It was an eye-opening experience, and I, it really was a formative moment for me in my career at WDEV. And now these many years later, I'm happy to have as my guest here this morning the Secretary of Agriculture for the State of Vermont, Anson Tebbets. Good morning, Anson. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, everyone. What a wonderful morning this is on beautiful Stowe Street. Waterbury's looking great. We got a big audience. Used to go to the dump by was a classic. Uh, nice to see uh, Brian Harwood here again. All the uh, the alumni that are here. But you, you mentioned agriculture. The reason I got in radio was because of WDEV and listening to WDEV while milking cows. I mean that's where I began my radio and interest in radio. Um, you know, you're milking cows, and it's pretty routine after a while, but you need some entertainment. And you got the old radio, you know, it's clinging to the wall of the barn. It's kind of it's got its own little aroma. It's got a little manure on it. But the the whole the whole uh, mystery of the rest of the world comes through that little radio. And that's how I started, uh, you know, milking cows, listening to WDEV and you and Hester and Jack and Mike Carey and... Ken and Brian and all those folks, so that's how it all began. Yeah, there was a lot of farmers all across the, the Vermont region, and even in New Hampshire and in New York, for that matter, the exact same experience. The radio hanging from a, a coat hanger in the wall uh, from the rafters of the barn, and, and they would be there. So, so agriculture and this radio station, it's been a very intimate relationship over the years. What does WDEV mean to the farmers of Vermont? Well, it's, 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 it's a, a gateway for the, them to get timely information. Uh, you know, what's, what's happening on it? Uh, you know, what's around the clock? Classic 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. broadcast in the morning. You can get your ag news there. Um, it's also fairs and field days, the farm show. Uh, you know, the farm show over the years has been a great outlet for um, many farmers to visit and learn about agriculture, but see their neighbors. But WDEV has always been there. 
uh, Tumbridge Fair, going to the Tumbridge Fair and spending four days there learning about things and just getting timely information. Uh, weather. I mean, the, you know, our world is controlled by the weather and agriculture and, you know, with Roger Hill's forecast each day and, and that's continued over the years. It means so much to get that timely information. And now we can take WDEV in my pocket. I have it on my phone and it's not only, you know, over the air, but it's on your phone and we can take it anywhere. So if I'm in, I'm in Boston, I'm anywhere, I can get WDEV on the phone now, which is another uh, advancement. It just keeps going on after 90 years. One of the other things WDEV does in, for agriculture is follow the farmers and uh, the farm families as they travel around the state at the various fairs and field days and even out of state to the Eastern States Exposition. That's quite an exciting thing for a lot of farm families. And we go down and broadcast live from the Mallory Complex down there and uh, tell Vermonters what's going on in the Vermont building. That's a big part of it as well. Uh, absolutely. The uh, Agency of Agriculture manages the uh, Vermont building and it is just full of, uh, it screams Vermont, uh, Vermont products, and Vermont, uh, you know, vision that we have there, and you guys have always been there bringing it back to uh, the people of the state of Vermont, and, and all the 4-H shows that go on as well, uh, bringing that back to the great people of the state of Vermont. Anson, a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, it's great, and we'll You're be here. a great job as uh, Ag Secretary. Thank we're you, and we're, we're, we're scheduled to do the bird show, I think, live uh, here. Maybe later, Chip will be along, yep. and it's great to see you, and... Uh, what a wonderful event uh, to see everyone, all the, uh, the alumni and friends and family. And we're all together again. Isn't that wonderful? Terrific. It's great. Anson Tebbett, Secretary of Agriculture for the State of Vermont. Listen, while I'm here, one quick personal thing. Uh, used to be an advertiser on the radio station, uh, Bean Chevrolet over in Northfield. And I remember I used to call on them to take care of their advertising. And I know that Matt Bean is listening up there in the Champlain Islands, good friend of the radio station for many years. And, Corm, if you'll indulge me, just a quick shout-out to Matt Bean up in the Champlain Islands. Good fella, a good friend of this radio station. Thank you, Tom. How about Tom Beardsley? Huh? Coming out of retirement to help us celebrate this uh, 90th. We really appreciate it. And I'm here because you left. Is that That's right. You decided to retire, and they made a mistake, and here I am. No, you're doing a terrific job, and I'm glad, glad there's somebody like you presiding over this 90th anniversary celebration. Corm, Steve Corm here. Thank you. By the way, the Ben & Jerry's ice cream truck just showed up. We've got free cake. I don't know if the bagels are still around. We're giving away $550 in cash. Ken is sitting over here under the DEV tent if you want to get a picture with him. But right now we're going to go back to the outlaw side of the morning. Here's Jack Donovan. Well, thank you very much. Nice to be with you folks this morning. Hope you're enjoying the festivities down here. If, you haven't, if you're within the sound of our voice, please come by. We'll be here till about 2 o'clock this afternoon. I want to thank the folks at uh, Black Flannel Distilling Company in Essex. You know, you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, or at blackflannel.com. They are now co-sponsors of our program on Saturday mornings. Always great to have, uh, have them along, and we look forward to visiting with them at some time. A little bit later on this morning, I'm sure you'll be hearing from the Black Flannel Spirit Master himself, uh, Dave Moser. You know, he grows, as he says, the, he grows the white beets, and he distills them into one of the most unique spirits on the planet, he calls it his rare earth garden spirit, and it takes it to a whole new level. So be sure and drop by, and when you get a chance in the area up in Essex, or as we said, visit them on their, on their uh, website as well. Um, we like to feature Vermont music as well on Outlaw Saturday morning, and these fellas have been outlaws for 40-plus years. I'll be working on 50 now. Uh, they're kind of semi-retired, but they get back together every now and then. Always a pleasure to have them. 
Vermont's own Banjo Dan and the Midnight Plowboys, and good luck to you. Farmer takes his living from the land. Good luck to the picker playing in a band. For the sailor running scared tonight on the cold dark sea. As we make our way back home again. Good luck, Good luck to, you, to you and to me. Good luck to the nurse. Works the graveyard ship. Good luck to every hitchhiker waiting on a lift. To the all-night diner waitress that's weary to the bone. Good luck to every one of us as we make our way back home. They say that the whole world is changing. We may die of heat or the cold. Bombs and missiles may destroy us Our children may never grow old Good luck to the checkouts The total of our lives Good luck to the busboys Who sort the forks and knives For those who must sleep cold tonight Through no fault of their own Good luck to every one of us as we make our way back home. Biker tonight who's riding in the rain for the weary lonesome traveler without an end in sight. Good luck to every one of us as we make it home tonight. The storm clouds are gathering fury, there's the smell of lightning in the air. Things keep moving fast, nothing seems to last. There's no refuge anywhere. Good luck to the farmer takes his living from the land. Good luck to the picker playing in a band. Or the sailor running scared tonight on the cold, dark sea. As we make our way back home again, good luck to you. That way, brown necktie, matching vest, both as wing tip shoes. 
Built a closet on a back porch, put a penny in a burned out fuse. Grandpa was a carpenter, he built houses, stores, and banks. Chain smoke camels, cigarettes, and hammered nails and planks. He was level on the level, he shaved even every door. And voted for Eisenhower, cause Lincoln won the war. Well, he used to sing me blood on the saddle and rock me on his knee and let me listen to the radio before we got TV. Well, he'd drive to church on Sundays and he'd take me with him too. Stained glass in every window, hearing aids in every pew. Grandpa was a carpenter, he built houses, stores, and banks. Chain smoke camels, cigarettes, and hammered nails and planks. He was level on the level, he shaved even every door. And voted for Eisenhower, cause Lincoln won the war. Now my grandma was a teacher, went to school in Bowling Green. Traded in a milking cow for a singer sewing machine. Well, she called her husband Mister, and she walked real tall and proud. And used to buy me comic books after Grandpa died. Grandpa was a carpenter, he built houses, stores, and banks. Chain smoke camels, cigarettes, and hammered nails and planks. He was level on a level, shaved even every door. And voted for Eisenhower, cause Lincoln won the war. Ah, the music of John Prine here in your Outlaw Saturday morning. Boy, do we miss that fellow. He left us about a year ago, and his music is just incredible. John Prine and Grandpa was a carpenter here on DEV. Just before that, we heard from uh, Vermont's own Banjo Dan and the Midnight Plowboys, and a song called, very simply, Good Luck. Well, our roving reporter is on the scene. <laughs> Tom Beardsley, back with a familiar voice here on the radio, that's for sure. Tom, who you got this time? Well, Jack, as we look back over the years, I can remember the, the time when Ken Squire, he's doing the music to go to the dump by and other programs. It is uh, his sports program. And suddenly this young kid, this child, is appearing on the radio, and Ken's making it out like he's Howard Cosell or something. And, it's, you know, and he, he began to appear on the radio several times, and the rest of the staff was kind of scratching their heads, saying, why is this happening, until we started listening to this young fella. And this young guy knew everything there was to know at a very young, tender age about the Boston Red Sox. Well, that's all we needed to hear. Jasper Goodman. Good morning, Jasper. Good morning, Beards. Good to be back. It's great to have you here. And that was quite so How old were you when you first made your first appearance? I think I was nine when Ken first uh, had me upstairs, yeah. and uh, somehow I never left. How did that happen? How did you get connected? Was it through your folks, or how did it I, come about? So I was, uh, I was trying to become something called a Red Sox Kid Nation captain. That's right. And I needed votes. I needed votes from Waterbury, so I called. I needed votes, period, and I called Ken. And uh, he had me on once, and he, you know, the dirty secret is he never knew anything about baseball to begin with, so he had to keep me around to uh, keep people informed, and somehow I never left. And even at that young age, you were very knowledgeable, as I recall, and that's, as I say, the rest of the staff was saying, what the heck is this little kid doing on the radio? But it was your knowledge of baseball, and the Red Sox in particular. Well, I, uh, like I said... 
Got, got to make up for, uh, you know, NASCAR, the dearth between NASCAR and baseball with Ken. Uh, but we had a good rapport and uh, a good run. Nine years, I think. Uh, so um, it was, um, you know, a staple in my life throughout middle and high school. Um, and uh, really a, a highlight of growing up around here. So grateful to uh, have been a small part of the history around here. And Jasper, now you're a, 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 did you say a junior yeah. at Harvard. Yes, at Harvard, and you're doing some freelance work for the Boston Globe. Is I'm, an, right? I'm an intern. I'm, I, you know, I, I thought nine years at DEV, I might have rose, risen above the title of intern. Now I'm back to it at the at the Globe. So now, what do you do for the Globe? I cover politics. 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 Not the Red I've moved on. I don't know. Yeah, still an active interest, no doubt in Red Sox. Of course, baseball. of course. Yeah. Um, and uh, beat the Yankees again last night. There so you go. off to a good start uh, this season. Life is good in Western civilization. That's the Red right. Red Sox beat the Yankees. So you're living in the Bo- greater Boston area. That's right, in Cambridge near Harvard. Cambridge, yeah. And uh, what are your plans? I mean, you're a junior now. You've got to be looking toward your future. What's next well, for Jasper? When I showed up here at age nine, they were asking me the same, same question. question. So yeah. uh, I don't know. We'll see We'll see what's in store. Um, I've uh, enjoyed working at the Globe this summer. Uh, it's a great job. Two years left in school. Uh, so I'll give the same non-committal answer answer today as I did when you first asked me that uh, when I was nine years old. Based on that non-committal answer, I'm going to say it's politics, but uh, you know, just uh, just wondering. That's uh, all you, sir. That's all me. Yeah, that's all me. <laughs> Jasper, what a pleasure it is to see you. I know there's a lot of people across the central Vermont region and the entire area that are delighted to hear your voice this morning and glad to have you here for the 90th anniversary celebration. It's good to be back, Beards. I thank you uh, for all the, all the hard work and the years that you've poured into DEV. Um, I'm so grateful to have been a small part of the long history around here, and it's great to be back for the celebration today. Ladies and gentlemen, a rising star, Jasper Goodman. Jack, there's the future right here. I know, boy, do I feel old today, huh? (laughs) Yeah, Jasper, I I caught his byline a couple of weeks ago in the Boston Globe, the Sunday newspaper that I faithfully read every weekend. It was always nice to see your byline, that's for sure. Yeah. We're having a block party in case you folks who are listening on the radio uh, in the immediate area will be here at about 2 o'clock this afternoon. Got a whole lineup of folks we'll be talking to. A lot of them alumni from WDEV over the years that you've been hearing. And uh, this cake just been cut a short while ago. You're welcome to have, come by and have a piece of that. We're doing tours of the radio station as well. Uh, see where the ma- magic happens or whatever the stew that we're into happens. Uh, and uh, we have... Uh, uh, a little bit later on, you're going to be hearing from Anson Tebbets. I believe they're going to be doing the show down here live, and we'll be taking you into the garden with Peter and Joel. We'd love to see you down here. Until about 2 o'clock this afternoon, we'll be live. Outlaw Saturday morning is underway as well, and I believe Dolly Parton is standing by with a Bob Dylan song. Dolly Parton sings Bob Dylan. How about that one? It's all. 
got a truck if I keep payments up And it weighs 30 tons in the rain From the poets And sometimes I might Cross the line I don't know The answer to the mystery Of life But a woman sure helps Pass the time When I was young I had Jean Autry guns But I never Had a Lionel train Now I've got a truck If I keep payments up And it weighs 30 tons in the rain When I was young I had Gene Autry gun But I never had a Lionel train Now I've got a truck If I keep payments up And it weighs 30 tons in the rain That is the music of Johnny Cash here on WDEV. Outlaw Saturday morning underway during our birthday party. 90 years young here on the stations of Radio Vermont. WDEV, FM, and AM. I want to thank our uh, folks at the uh, Black Flannel Distilling Company. They say they create spirits from scratch, and they do everything. They do the milling and the mashing, the fermentation, bottling and labeling. Entirely, it's all done in house. Talk about local, local, local. Happy to have them as uh, part of our sponsorship of the Outlaw Saturday Morning here on WDEV. Our roving reporter is caught up with one of the WDEV illustrious alumni, if you would. Tom, take it away. It's old home week here at WDEV as we celebrate 90 years of service to the state of Vermont. And there's been a lot of personalities through these doors uh, and on these airwaves over the years. One of them stands out. I, I have told people on numerous occasions, and I've, met, I've witnessed and listened to a lot of talk show hosts in my career, nationally and locally and regionally, and singularly the single best talk show host I have ever heard on the radio is standing next to me right now, Mark Johnson. Tom, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. And you're with seven days now, right? That's right. But I I should leave now on that high note right there. That (laughs) was was perfect. Perfect. How many years were you uh, the host of the Mark Johnson Show here on WDEV? Uh, That's a good question. I was the host of the Mark Johnson Show for 25 years. There was a period of time when... I was uh, partners with Louis Manu and Jim Condon up in Burlington on our own station up there. And then we merged with Ken, and I think I worked for Ken for uh, 11, 12 years. Yeah, and it was a great run. I'll tell you, nobody ever endeared themselves more to the audience of this radio station than you did during that time period. And by the way, just quickly, because I bet he's listening, a shout-out to Louie. Good morning, Louie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, would, he would be listening today. Yeah. Uh, Mark, over the years, what about that and, show? And, and God rest, you know, Jim Condon's soul. Exactly, so. yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, what about that show? You, you made an effort to really not let your own opinions ever surface, but to let the guests talk about what they wanted to talk about and to lead them into conversations that really did showcase a lot of points of view. 
Was that what your goal was? Well, I don't really have any opinions, Tom. So that's, <laughs> I understand that. No, I, my, my feeling about a talk show is that really what it's about is listening. And I, I really felt that people didn't were much more interested in hearing what my guest had to say than what I had to say. And I was really fortunate. I had a lot of great contacts that over the years developed some resources where people could turn me on to you know, great national authors, great national guests. I had a connection with uh, um, Ellen Ratner, who worked on in Washington. I know one of your favorites, Tom. Um, Ellen's a great talent, and I, I yeah. very, very and, popular show. And she had runs. White House credentials, so she was able to, um, you know, she did a report every day on my show and was able to provide me access to uh, just a plethora of people. And and you know, and of course, I think most of my guests were from right here in Vermont and. Um, that was really what it was all about. Yeah, well, you certainly developed a great deal of respect as a, a talk show host, but also, Mark, you went on to VT Digger for a while, and now you're with Seven Days. Tell us about what you're doing now. What are, what are your duties with Seven Days? Well, my, I started out before the radio. I worked at the Burlington Free Press. I was the city hall reporter when Bernie was mayor in his third term. Then I did the, the radio gig. Um, after that, as you mentioned, I went and worked for Vermont Digger, a great organization, real uh, you know growth operation uh, and I worked there for five years left at the end of last year and starting two months ago I've picked up the uh, fair game column a political column at seven days yeah well good for you we'll be looking for your byline on that here at the 90th anniversary celebration of WDEV in your mind mark what what makes this radio station different and or special? What what stands out for you? I, I think the word community gets overused, and I think um, sometimes it's used in a way that's nostalgic, but I, I think that's what this radio station is all about. I mean, how many radio stations have close off a street and have a group of people show up on a Saturday morning for, um, you know, a half a bagel and a chat with Ken? I, I mean, that... That's what it's really all about. Yeah, it's it's great community radio, and for that 11 years that you were with the radio station, your contribution stands tall among all of them over the 90 years of this station. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate great. it. The great Mark Johnson. Read him in seven days. Jack, there's been so many, you don't know where to start, where to finish with the various know. personalities. Nice, nice to see Mr. Johnson back again in the house, that's for sure. Mark Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. All right, back to some music. Outlaw Saturday morning, that's what it's all about. But if you're listening, please, until about 2 o'clock this afternoon, we'll be here. Love to have you come by, have a slice of cake, meet with some of the folks here, and just enjoy the wonderful ambiance on this Saturday morning. Hopefully the rain will stay away. Banjo Dan and the Midnight Plowboys, we played them a while back. Another one of the great Vermont artists and has been for many, many years. In fact, you may see him later on this afternoon if you want to hang around till about 2 o'clock. He's going to appear around uh, 1.30 or so, and that is Rick Norcross and the Nashville Ramblers, he used to call him, but it's the Western Swing Band now. So we thought we'd play one for Rick this morning here on getting ready for his big uh, to-do this afternoon. This is a song that's become one of his signature songs over the years. You can't make it up. It's all about his growing up in Hardwick, Vermont, during his youth. You can't make it up. You can't live it down. That's just the way things happened in this Northeast Kingdom town. Hills of solid granite, sometimes have a crack. Things that happened long ago, they're never coming back. I'll tell you a story, and I swear that it's true. 
about Hardwick Academy in 1962. Junior prom where dreams come true came along that year. I asked a classmate to the dance. I overcame my fear. Harold Holcomb's funeral home was the only place in town where you could buy fresh flowers to pin upon her gown. You had to call the week before to order in advance. Then you'd pick your corsage up and take it to the dance. You can't make it up. You can't live it down. That's just the way things happened in this northeast kingdom town. Hills are solid granite. Sometimes have a crack. Things that happened long ago, they're never coming back. Downstairs, one big cooler, they kept everything inside. The dead, the flowers that they sold, and the formaldehyde. It did not matter to the dead, they have no sense of smell. But the flowers from the cooler looked like heaven, smelled like hell. Midnight by Tussie on the girls, the boys all wore Old Spice. But the flowers from the cooler, they didn't smell that nice. The overwhelming beautiful rising like the tide. Wafting from corsages was all formaldehyde. You can't make it up, you can't live it down. That's just the way things happened in this Northeast Kingdom. Hills of solid granite sometimes have a crack. Things that happened long ago, they're never coming back. You pin the corsage to her dress or tied it on her wrist. And when you danced a slow dance, it was rising like the mist. But dancing to Ray Hussey's band and holding your girl tight, everything was A-OK on that very special night. Today I go to funerals, that familiar smell surrounding. I look into the casket, it sets my heart a pounding. It's amazing how formaldehyde still makes me feel romance. It takes me back to junior prom and makes me want to dance. You can't make it up, you can't live it down. That's just the way things happened in this Northeast Kingdom town. Hills of solid granite sometimes have a crack. Things that happened long ago, they're never coming back. This is WDEV, Vermont's news station. Owned and operated by the Radio Vermont Group. From the top of Sugarbush 96.1 FM, WDEV Warren in Waitsfield. 96.5 W243 Barry, 98.3 W252 CU Montpelier. Along with our founding station, AM550 WDEV Waterbury Montpelier. Streaming at WDEVradio.com. 90 years of serving Vermont. The friendly pioneer, WDEV. Oh, and good afternoon, everyone, or good morning, and welcome once again to the 90th celebration of WDEV. Yay! Right here, right here on Stowe Street for uh, 90 years. A little time at Blush Hill. You know that uh, in the pastures next to Harold Grout's pasture, the Towers of Stature. I wasn't alive at that point, but hey. Anyways, uh, we appreciate you coming down. We've got plenty of ice cream and cake. Still registering people for a cash giveaway 
you want to take a tour, we're doing them every 15 minutes, bringing you through the legendary WDEV building. So we appreciate that as well. But right now, I'm going to turn it back over to Jack Donovan, the host of Outlaw Saturday Morning. He's got a special guest. A special guest indeed. In fact, uh, Dave Mosier from uh, Black Flannel Distilling uh, in Essex. Uh, I'd say about a month ago, got a call saying, got a fellow up here with, interested in advertising on your program. I says, fine. What's he do? He says, we make some of the finest whiskey you'll find anywhere else. And it's Black Flannel Distilling in Essex. Dave Mosier is what we call the spirit master, and he's with yep. us this morning. Morning, Thank Dave. Thank you. Thank you what very much. What makes your business so different from, from the other distilling companies? We, what we, makes you separate your part? We try to do everything from scratch with ingredients as local as possible, although some of those ingredients aren't available locally, but mm-hmm. we're trying to do spirits that most of the other distilleries aren't doing and doing them all in-house completely and making focusing on quality um, rather than um, a mass quantity. Yeah. And, and a lot of diversified spirits. A lot of, I have 15 different spirits. Now. 15 different spirits yep. you have. You can uh, set up free private tastings, I understand. Yes. If, yep. if they want to find out more yep. about the product line. Yep. What are some of the product lines you have? I know you have one big one that you, you talked well, about. Well, there's my garden spirit yep. series of specialty spirits that I distill from uh, garden vegetables, fruit, and berries. And rare earth is my signature spirit uh, that's distilled from white beets that I grow with a friend down in Northfield. And I distill a mash of, uh, ferment and distill a mash of white beets mm-hmm. and age it on uncharred Vermont white oak. And it's this wonderful, earthy, it's like kneeling in your garden, turning up the earth, and the sensations you get from that. Uh, it's almost like taking a sip of the dirt, and when people compliment it like that, I love that. It's, Sounds like you're taking me back to the late 60s, early 70s, back to the land type situation. Sure. Coming back to yep. Vermont. And then uh, we do malt whiskeys. I have the beauty yep. of being affiliated with Black Final Distil- uh, Brewing Company right next door the best brewers on the planet, and they really know how to get the most out of grains. And uh, I have the beauty of being able to do malt whiskeys that no one else does anywhere around here and focusing on my uh, uh, black gold malt whiskey distilled from an unhopped stout beer recipe and our heavy base American single malt whiskey that's distilled from one malted barley that's grown and malted down in Charlotte. It's like a roasted, well, it's like a Highland Scotch. So it sounds like you're thinking of everything local, 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 and you do Well, we're trying to, yeah. yeah. But I also do an agave spirit from uh, 100% blue, 100% organic blue agave syrup. I found a really good source. That doesn't come from Vermont. Mm-hmm. That's coming from Mexico. <clears throat> we'll forgive you for that. We'll forgive you for that. Right, but... <laughs> It, uh, nobody else is really doing much with agave in the state, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a spirit that is as true to a tequila as it can get. They want to find out more about what uh, Black Flannel does. How do they go about it? Uh, they just the the website and and uh, following us on Facebook and Instagram are the best ways that we're getting the message out right now, and, and that folks can message us and. I, I post things all the time when I'm distilling and trying to get people interested in distilling and coming over and seeing the process, and we do it all right there. Well, thank you for visiting with yeah, us this morning. thank you. It's an absolute honor to, to be a sponsor of this show. 
I, I was so delighted when, when Frankie had this spot open, and I said, this is perfect for our brand. We appreciate you coming on board. That's for sure. I absolutely love it. Dave Moser from Black Flannel Distilling Company uh, in Essex, that's for sure, here on WDEV. All right, we're going to back to this. By the way, we heard from Rick and the Ramblers just a short uh, while ago. He'll be here live. In fact, I think he's arrived in the house already. He'll be joining us at around 1.30 this afternoon here on WDEV, live on stage. But right now, let's get back to some music here on the stations of Radio Vermont. Outlaw Saturday morning. No better outlaw than Travis Tritt, who hasn't had an album out in about 10 years. Boy, he's got a beauty out now. Here he is, Travis Tritt on your Outlaw Saturday morning. She had 300 horses raging under the hood. That 67 Chevy sounded so damn good. Come Friday night, I take her out on the town. Turning all the heads and burning it down. 100,000 miles on that dashboard. Song, they don't make them like that no Paul 
up every time I heard her brawl, Southern brawl. And I heard my dream went back downstream, Clifford and Davenport. And I followed you, Big River, when she called. Eyebrows and went on down alone. Well, I pulled into Natchez next day down the river, but there wasn't much there to make around to stay very long. When I left, it was raining, so nobody saw me cry. Big river, why she do it lead this way? WDEV, FM and AM, taking that big river. Outlaw Saturday morning underway here on WDEV. Jack Donovan along with you. And we hope with you, you'll come by before 2 o'clock wraps up because this party is right in the middle of it right now. Got a cake over here for you. Got all sorts of refreshments. Got free tours and visiting with some of the alumni of WDEV, that's for sure. And Tom Beersley, the roving reporter this morning, is along with one of our morning men from years back, eh? It's a very and a promotions small guy and everybody else. He did everything at one it's time. It's a very small club, Jack. The number of people <laughs> that have uh, hosted the morning program yeah, on WDEV, the sign-on shift, which is a grueling experience. I have to tell you, you have to yes. get up at what three o'clock in the morning to be here. There's quite a bit of preparation involved. And as you look back over the years, there were Rusty Parker and uh, Lloyd Squire did it, and, and a, a number of others. Uh, it adds up to I think eight individuals over the course of the 90 years. And John. Noise is here with us right now. John is one of those individuals. A round of applause for John Noise. Thank you. Now, round of the hardest working man in radio, Jack Donovan. That's who we need a round of applause for. Yeah. He's retired, you know. Yeah, that's right. Retired. John was, uh, how long were you the morning host? Twelve years. Twelve years. And did a great job, brought his stamp to the, uh, his identity to the program, if you will, with music and also with news and sports. A lot of sports. A lot very of sports. interested in sports. A lot of Red and, Sox. Uh, what do you remember most about being, doing that morning shift? I remember one morning coming in, parking around the corner, 3.30 in the morning, coming into the studio, going up, getting things set up, on the air for about an hour, and hearing fire trucks. 
and going to the window and finding out the building down there is on fire. Yeah. Now, that's a newsman who doesn't know a building is on 60 fire. feet away is on fire, and I'm doing a live morning broadcast. So yeah. I kind of caught up with it later on after that. But the thing disappeared within the course of that day. So, the, And then, of course, those, those fun trips and the snow-covered mornings when the interstate hasn't been plowed yet. And, yeah. And he yeah. always made it. That's the thing. You had drove in. You were living in Montpelier at the time, still. Yeah. And uh, driving in. Yeah. When I was doing the morning shift, I, I lived only a mile or so away from the radio station. But here's my little story. I remember a time coming in at, again three thirty, quarter to four in the morning, and I pulled up, pulled my car up right here, looked across the street to the front steps of the radio station, and I have to get in there and prepare and get things ready to be on the air at five o'clock. And there's a family of skunks. <laughs> on the steps of the radio station. So I'm sitting there watching this family of skunks for about a half hour. Just, will you please just go away? <laughs> I don't think that's any indication of the quality of the programming on WDEV, by the way. Yeah. There, were, there were other times when you combined, there was a couple of drunks sitting on the, but that's another story altogether. And then the other one is, of course, the day of the big flood. Yeah. That, when I came in and these guys had been on air, Roger and Jack and Tom and had been on for I don't know how many hours, I came in. The police wouldn't let me come down the street, obviously. It was flooded, so I came in the back way. I go upstairs. There's cables running up the stairwell. There's microphones everywhere. You know, it's 3.30 in the morning. Tom and Eric and Jack all looking haggard behind the board. And I said, so what's up with you guys? <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here today? Yeah. And, yeah. of course, the madness that ensued. But yeah. that was the crowning achievement, I thought, for WDEV because... National news media, hey, that storm, that Hurricane Irene, no big deal. Everything's cool. Well, we all knew better, didn't we? So, and WDEV was on the air the entire time. And we, have to give, the air. and we have to give credit to Eric Michaels for the, the job he did, the Iron Man of that, that uh, storm. He was on the air for literally a day and a half yeah, straight. Yeah, he was, was really 36 hours. So. Yeah, exactly. So it was a great accomplishment for him. But those years you spent uh, in the morning shift, and now you're working across town at the Cross Point, town, yeah. another great radio station. I can't sleep past 3 o'clock, folks. It just it's doesn't just seem to happen. Rain. 3 a.m. is like, someone said to me the other day, oh, i got to get up at 5. I was like, 5? Day's half over by five. That's that's lunchtime. <laughs> that's lunchtime. John, it's a pleasure speaking to you. You did a great job while you were here. You I know, know I love you, guys. I love all of these guys. Uh, here's to another 90 years. Great. John Noyes. Jack. All right, thanks uh, very much. Tom Beardsley, John Noyes here, part of the WDEV 90-year anniversary party, if you will. It's a block party, and it goes on until 2 o'clock this afternoon. We'd love to see you come by. Shortly, you're going to have, we're going to take you into the garden. Yeah, live and in person, you'll hear Peter Burke. <laughs> He's right next to me here, by the way. Say hi to Peter. Uh, also, we have uh, Joel Nashman. They'll be taking you around 1230 into the garden. The Ganson Tempets will be by a little bit later on. to get to meet uh, some of the other personalities here on WDEV. Part of uh, Saturday morning says Outlaw Saturday morning. By the way, Joel Nashman will be here. Joel's getting ready for his big show later on this afternoon as well. Uh, Bonnie Raitt is in the house. Any Bonnie Raitt fans out there? Uh, I got a few hands in. There you go. Let's hear from Bonnie right now on your Outlaw Saturday morning on WDEV.
Oh, there you go. Vermont's own the Stone Cold Roosters getting a run on a good Saturday night. That's exactly what we're doing here on WDEV. Our 90th birthday party underway until 2 o'clock this afternoon. We're visiting with folks from all over here. We thank you for visiting us. And if you haven't had a chance to get by, you've got up a couple of, about two hours left, two and a half hours left. Right now, we have some fellas you may remember from... <laughs> anyway, I'll let Steve Cormier tell you all about it. Yeah, thanks, Jack. I appreciate that. I said, Jack, you want to bring on the men of Maple Corners? He goes, no, you know about them. Yeah, I said, okay, I'll do that. But I know that Ken really wanted these guys to perform. And, and if you don't know who the men at Maple Corners are, they posed for a calendar. 2002, was it? 2001. Uh, 2001. And uh, I don't think they were wearing any clothes. We asked them specifically not to sing I Don't Look Good Naked anymore, so they're not going to do that. We appreciate it, but ladies and gentlemen, the men of Maple Corners. With our clothes on, yes. <laughs> We're the men of Maple Corners. Our glorious body the corner. May she drive. Proud community center, which needs repair, and please accept this wisdom. What it really needs is a brand new septic system. We got the estimates, and we said wowzers. Now we find we have to drop the trouser. So don't skip out, and don't you dance off. You'll miss the men of Maple Corner with their pants off. By our calendar, it's one you won't forget. Check the web at maplecorner.net. Check the web at maplecorner.net. Thank you very much, and don't miss the 20th anniversary of the Men of Maple Calendar celebration this fall sometime in September at the Kent Museum in Maple Corner. With our wow. clothes on. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, fellas. The Men of Maple Corners, as always. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break here. We'll be back with more of your Outlaw Saturday morning, more people to talk to, more music to listen to. Thank you for joining us this morning here on the stations of Radio Vermont. Distinctive, unique spirits distilled from scratch right here in Vermont. Hi, this is Dave Mosier, founder and spirit master of Black Flannel Distilling Company in Essex. We produce small batch grain and malt whiskeys, agave spirits, Dutch Geneva, rum, and our garden spirit series distilled from locally grown produce. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at blackflannel.com to see everything we have to offer and schedule a free private tasting session today. Congratulations to WDEV on its astonishing 90th year in business. Amazing. We've had 15 presidents from Roosevelt to Biden. We had the Great Depression. We had World War II. And every day, WDEB has been doing the crucial job of providing local Vermonters local news. And when WDEB started out in 1931, it was only local news that we had. 
But today, in 2021, local news is under immense pressure, but what WDEV does to help us be connected, be informed, stay together is more, more important than ever. I love Joel Nashman. I love the local politics. I love Ken Squires and his music to go to the dump by. Let's have 90 more years of WDEV. Thank you. And welcome back to Stowe Street as we are broadcasting live on this uh, special day. Actually, the special day was yesterday, July 16th, 1931, when WDEV first went on the air for an hour that first day. And since then, we have gone 24 hours, and we appreciate everybody who's come down here this morning. Uh, a little bit later on this afternoon, we're going to have more music. Uh, John Gilmore is going to be here. Rick and the Ramblers are going to be here to kind of wind up the, the afternoon for us. So uh, we hope you'll stick around. By the way, we need to finish that cake because there's another whole cake inside that we got to get to. So uh, have some ice cream as well. Back to the Outlaw Saturday morning. Here's Jack Donovan. All right. Thanks very much, uh, Corman. As we continue along with music here on WD, a gentleman who's been in the business for 15 to 20 years, but just in the last two years has really come to his uh, forefront. We're speaking of Chris Stapleton, the traveler, on your Outlaw Saturday morning. I see the sunrise creeping in. Everything changes like the desert wind. Here she comes and then she's gone again And I'm just a traveler on this earth Showing my heart behind the pocket of my shirt I just keep rolling till I'm in there Cause I'm a traveler
story. I'm not gonna look. I still remember the night I was born. My shoes were ragged and my jeans were torn. No time to worry about none of these things. My mouth was wide open, I just had to sing. Hard luck, keep looking. I was born to a hard luck world. Hard luck, keep looking. Lord knows I'm a hard luck girl. Tanya Tucker here on WDEV on your Outlaw Saturday morning and uh, her latest recording and a little thing called Hard Luck. Chris Stapleton, the traveler, just before that. We'll be with you right up to noon with your Outlaw Saturday morning, but we've got two hours left to go of broadcasting here on DEV and two hours for you to come by and see and have cake with us, have some refreshments, and uh, see some of the WDEV family. We'd love to have you come by. As we celebrate our 90th anniversary here at WDEV FM and M, going to take a short break, and we'll be back in just a few moments. Distinctive, unique spirits distilled from scratch, right here in Vermont. Hi, this is Dave Mosier, founder and spirit master of Black Flannel Distilling Company in Essex. 
We produce small batch grain and malt whiskeys, agave spirits, Dutch Geneva, rum, and our garden spirit series distilled from locally grown produce. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at blackflannel.com to see everything we have to offer and schedule a free private tasting session today. Have you seen what JP's Promising Goods in Johnson has these days? The area's surplus goods store with plenty of new scratch and ding appliances. Everything from ovens, refrigerators, dishwashers, and dryers from the name brands you've come to trust like Amana, Whirlpool, LG, and more. All at reduced prices. JP's Promising Goods also carries bed and bath items, luggage, beauty products, and so much more. All proceeds benefit Jenna's Promise. JP's Promising Goods, open Thursday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., 405 Railroad Street in Johnson. At CDW, we get the people who need to sign here on Always Here. Tell me about it. I'm always chasing down signatures. I go through pens and shoes like chewing gum. Sounds like you need Adobe Sign orchestrated by CDW to securely automate e-signatures and workflows across devices from anywhere. Integrating with existing tools, Sign can save your organization time, money, and miles. Thank goodness I can finally take these shoes off. No, no, no. Back on, back on. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash adobe sign. So the dream was to build your very own law practice. Be your own boss. Call all the shots. But have things like billing, HR, timekeeping, and all the other management stuff turned your dream into a nightmare? Take charge of your practice with Lexicon. We're the intersection of practice management software and legal support services for your firm. You'll get more billable and livable hours back. Lexicon marks the spot for all your practice management needs. Visit lexiconservices.com slash intersection to get the whole story or schedule a demo. Hi, folks. Dan and Pat Keen here, owners of Lamoille Valley Chevy, with exciting news. The summer pre-owned super sale is now on at Lamoille Valley Chevy. Tell them, Pat. First, I want you to know that we just had the best first half of a year in the history of Lamoille Valley Chevy, and due to this, our lot is loaded with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, and we've got to sell them. Right now at Lamoille Valley Chevy, our lot is full of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, including many Toyotas, Hondas, Jeeps, and Subarus. And at Lamoille Valley Chevy, we also have a great selection of Chevy-certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs in stock that come with a better the new 100,000 mile warranty. Plus, listen to this. During July at Lamoille Valley Chevy, we're stepping up to help you trade up by giving you a guaranteed minimum trade allowance of $3,000 towards any pre-owned vehicle on our lot. And folks, no worries. If your trade is worth more, you'll get more at Lamoille Valley Chevy. Yeehaw! So come get yourself a guaranteed minimum trade allowance of $3,000 during the summer pre-owned super sale happening now at Lamoille Valley Chevy, just past Stowe and Mooresville in the beautiful town of Hyde Park. And spread the word. At Lamoille Valley Chevy, we know price matters. Never have we needed a country fair full of family fun more than now. Isn't it great to know the Lamoille County Field Days are back starting on Friday? This northern Vermont tradition features frequent shows, including Pirate Man Dan, Horsing Around, the Wee 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 Racing Pigs, and Juggler Jason Tardy. There's entertainment from Woodchuck's Revenge, Larry Lee Eber, the No Strings Marionettes, arm wrestling on Friday in the Zach Rhodes Band on Saturday. Enjoy old favorites like tractor pulling, street stock truck pulling, the kids' pedal pull, modified lawn tractor and garden tractor pulling, underhanded skillet tossing for ladies and gentlemen, plus daily agricultural demonstrations and more. All Midway Rides exhibits, parking, and shows are free with your main gate admission during this summer's Lamoille County Field Days. This Friday through Sunday, Route 100 C. Johnson. Complete details online at LamoilleFieldDays.com.
Welcome back to Stowe Street as we continue to celebrate 90 years of WDEV. We're here till 2 o'clock, and we still got plenty of cake and ice cream. You can sign up to win $550 in cash in honor of the Nifty 550. Ken's still around if you want to say hi to him, but right now I'm going to turn it back over to Tom Beardsley. He's got another special guest. Thank you very much, Corman. Anniversary celebration, 90th birthday celebration of WDEV. I've got Tom Levitt here. Tom is the president and CEO of uh, a great bank here in the, the state of Vermont that has very similar values to WDEV, and that is the Northfield Savings Bank. Tom, welcome. Well, thank you very much, Tom. It's great to be here. Yeah. Now, it's you've been involved with WDEV through the bank for many, many uh, years. Through a couple of banks, absolutely. Yeah, as a matter of fact, and I yeah. remember being with you for the 75th, and yeah. uh, I remember probably going back to the uh, 20th anniversary when I first heard the signals coming out of this place. Indeed, indeed. Now, Northfield Savings Bank is one of those institutions in the state of Vermont. Now, Many people get emotional about a bank, but when it comes to the Northfield Savings Bank, they really do, don't they? It's it's a family thing to them. Well, it's kind of you to say so. The, it's a mutual institution, 154 years old, uh, based out of Northfield, Vermont, and here in Waterbury. Yeah. And uh, we just take a community approach. We're committed to Vermont. We're not going anywhere else. Central Vermont, Champlain Valley, that's us. Yeah, and it's, it shows because every single employee there, if you talk to them, go through the staff and chat with them, it's not just a job to them. It's a place that they have a passion for. We've got a lot of tenure among our people, but we also are attracting a new generation to the bank, both customers and staff. So that blend of people that want to be part of something special is uh, is an inspiration to me every day. How many branches are there anyway? We have 14. We just opened July 1st in Richmond, Vermont. In uh, Richmond, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And those branches are here to stay. They are here to stay as long as I'm here to stay. We've been hearing stories about other banks, uh, bigger banks around the country that branch offices are closing. But yes. here in Vermont, a, an institution like Northfield Savings Bank, you your roots run very deep in this state. Well, from Bethel to Burlington and from uh, uh, Morrisville to Warren, uh, we were anchored. And yeah. that's where we want to do our business. That's where we want to live. That's where we want to worship. It's where we want to spend our time recreating. And, uh, and and that's just just makes it a special thing. And it makes it an interesting relationship. We have lots of advertisers and lots of clients, and they're all great. Every one of them are terrific people and terrific organizations. But when you have one that stands out, they have the kind of uh, similar values. It really is a partnership, isn't it? Well, I think so. Every time uh, Ken gives me a call, every time Quorum gives me a call, every time George gives me a call, it's about something in the community. It might be Norwich hockey. It might be high school sports. It might That's be right. the 75th or the 90th anniversary. Or it may just be something special that uh, Radio Vermont is doing for the community that we want to be part of. So it's, it's, it's a very easy partnership and one that I think is a true mutual uh, affection. And it, it ranges all the way across uh, news broadcasts, sports broadcasts, and events like this. You're deeply involved in this as well. I'm looking at Bada Bing right now. Bada Bing. <laughs> uh, Tom, did you, you said something. I heard you chatting with Quorum, something about you're a singer. Is that right? No, I, I'm not a singer, but I am not shy about singing. So there's a real difference between those two things. That can be a dangerous combination, so, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to look in the direction of Mr. Squire, the yeah. young squire. And I will do this uh, for him and for all of us here in Radio This Vermont is important, Land. everybody. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, 550. Happy birthday to you. Tom well, not Levitt. a singer, just not afraid to sing. Not afraid to sing. Tom Levitt, the president and CT- CEO of the Northfield Savings Bank, and brought a big, big smile to Kenley Squire's face with that one. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. Jack? All right, thanks very much. Tom Beersley, Tom Levitt here on WDEV. Outlaw Saturday morning underway. How about some music this morning, huh? All right, let's turn to, let's keep it local. Uh, Vermont's own. This is a fellow who grew and Born in Barry, Barry, Vermont. His name is Tim Brick. And he's got a great song about this Green Mountain home of ours. On your Outlaw Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen, here is Tim Brick. They say that home is where the heart is. I believe that to be true. Because every time I lay down my head, the people and the places that I knew come back to me. Climbing on up to the top of Spruce Mountain to look out over the valleys and hills. Sitting on the bank of that old dog river, waters run silent and still. Breathtaking Stars shine like diamonds from heavens above Sunsets in the islands are beyond compare I just can't get enough I miss my green mountain home I wish I never had roamed So far away from the people and That I treasure, I long 
Free Mountain Home. All right, welcome back to Stowe Street Live as uh, we continue to celebrate 90 years of WDEV. And Tom Beersley has found a very special guest. Well, I didn't find the special guest. Corm did. By the way, a round of applause for Steve Corm here, putting this all together. Great job. You know, governors come and governors go, and they all put their stamp on uh, on their term in office, and they're remembered for different things they've accomplished and so forth. But i got to tell you, when the fellow standing next to me took office as governor, little did he know that he would be governing through a pandemic. And i got to tell you, regardless of which political party you're affiliated with, in terms of what he has done with his great staff over the past year and a half to two years, dealing with a very, very unique and difficult situation in the state of Vermont cannot be overstated. Governor Scott. <laughs> Phil, I know a lot of people are very pleased with the, the way the state has come through this, and Corm just made a comment a moment ago that we probably couldn't be having this celebration had it not been for the hard work that you and your staff has done over the last 18 months. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Tom. Every time I hear that, you know, it's it, feels good, but I feel like a race car driver. And, and let me explain a little bit about that. Uh, because the driver gets all of the accolades. When you win, you get all the accolades. But the reality is you couldn't do it without your team. You couldn't do it without a good car, good setup, everything working together. And all the spokes in the wheel have to, to work in tandem. And um, and I feel the same way about this pandemic. It's not, it wasn't me. It wasn't even my team. It was Vermont. And, and it was the attitude of Vermonters that brought us through this. Without that, without the willingness to do the right thing, we would be like other states. Um, and I won't name them, but they're struggling. You know, I mean, other states are struggling. And we're not. We're, uh, we're still got a ways to go. But with a vaccination rate of 83%, I mean, it's, it really is, it's amazing. And, and again, it's not because of me or my team, um, Dr. Levine, who did a great job. It's because of all of you. And, uh, and I can't thank you enough um, because we were struggling enough. But we do that. Right with Irene, we did it. Neighbor helping neighbor. You know, you didn't even like your neighbor, but you're helping your neighbor. I saw that <laughs> all the time, and uh, and it's the same thing here. You know, we're just coming together, and it's what makes Vermont so special, and it makes what what makes Vermonters so special as well. So. I, uh, again, I, it's not me, it's all of us. Well, it's a, we're all proud of the, the state of Vermont. Everybody's done a great job putting their shoulder to the wheel and, and doing a good job. And we're here today to celebrate another great institution and what, what this institution has done for the state of Vermont as well. And you have had a relationship that goes back with WDEV quite some distance all the way back to when you were still an active stock car driver. Yeah. I was talking to a good friend not too long ago, and I said, you know, uh, Phil was a stock car driver. He was? He was a stock <laughs> car? I didn't know that. But uh, Well, if you saw me the other night, uh, I, they probably thought I was uh, as well. I <laughs> uh, didn't have the great finish, and somebody just said, uh, you know, condolences on the on the finish. You know, you didn't win. And I, and I said, 
You know, I've lost more races in, in stock car racing than I've won. So <laughs> I'm still keeping that record up. Yeah. But WDEV uh, stands with the people of Vermont and Ken Squire, of course, as the leadership of, of this institution. Tell me how you feel about WDEV and what it means to this state. Yeah. That's what we're here for today. Well, again, you know, WDEV is about community, and, and that's what Vermont's about is community. And and whenever we have an emergency, whether it's the whether it's Irene or a snowstorm or an ice storm or whatever it is, uh, WDEV is always there to help. And uh, and I look back, and Ken uh, being the leader here, I, I said uh, I did a, a little audio on this, and when we had the parade last weekend, and I had Ken in the sidecar. Uh, Ken were they were more excited to see Ken than they were me, uh, which That's was not fine. True. But <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> but uh, but I go a long ways back with Ken. He's taught me a lot. He's taught me a lot about what it means uh, to be a leader in Vermont and doing the right thing, and uh, and put the, putting the politics aside. And and I just uh, I can't say enough about what he has done with WDEV. And all his team, right? So it's not just you, Ken. It's the team. Well, listen, here's the real story. (laughs) We're so thrilled to have him as a governor because as a stock car driver, he won 40 main events at Thunder Road. And he was two times or three Three. state champion. And... uh, we were really worried of what the hell was going to happen to him after he got out of stock car racing. So he, he found this job up in Montpelier, <laughs> some building up there, and it's worked out real good for us. And that's I'm still going around in circles. Yes, there. that's yeah. true. Well, we taught you everything you know. <laughs> I can't think of any time in Vermont's history, and I'm a kind of a historian. I enjoy reading about it that we've had somebody that came forward at the time that we needed it most. And when this endemic hit in Vermont, then here he came, and he made all the right choices, all the right decisions, and usually (laughs) that does not happen, as we know in our politics in the United States. But I think we're so blessed to have him and actually, he's part of the DEV community. We've known him for a long time. But did I ever tell you the story about his mother? His mother, this true story. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> his mother uh, was a big enthusiast of racing, stock car racing. And one time... Years after a lot of that had gone by, uh, the question was asked uh, about his mother. And when he was first brought to Thunder Road up on Quarry Hill, and according to the governor, he said, well, according to my mother, she was about four months along. <laughs> You couldn't have a better governor in the state of Vermont, and we're so lucky to have him. Incidentally, that picture of Ken riding in the sidecar, let me tell you, remember Bernie's mittens? Well, (laughs) we got Ken in a sidecar. Thank you, Governor Scott, for being here today. Thank you very much. I know you're busy. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Thank you. Jack.
All right, uh, that kind of wraps up uh, the morning portion, but there's a few hours left. We'll all love you to, to stay around with us with plenty of cake, refreshments. And we have coming up in this half hour the midday news service. We'll take you through that. We'll have a visit from the Birdmen. And then we're going to take you into the garden with Joel Nashman, Peter Burke. So stay right where you are. Don't forget, later on, Rick Norcross is here. We'll also have music from John Gilmore. So there's a lot to come. Stay with us. The magic is back. It's our race, and the best fans in the world are New Englanders. NASCAR racing, the way it's supposed to be. A fender banging, no holds barred battle to the finish line. They make contact. Kevin Harvick will win. Make memories with family and friends in a safe environment. It's the 50th NASCAR Cup Series race at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. The Foxwoods Resort Casino 301 on July 18th. Visit NHMS.com. Hi, my name's Dan, and I'm the talent development partner here at VSCCU. What are the things people are looking for when they're searching for a job or a career? They're looking for competitive pay, a sense of fulfillment in the work that they do each day, and ultimately, we all want to belong to a community. And here at VSCCU, I think we've done a terrific job checking all of those boxes. When I started to explore a career with VSCCU, what I was looking for was something closer to home, something in my local community. I came to find that I really identified with VSCCU's mission and could just really feel that sense of community through the interview process. Once I was in the door and I learned more about our mission to improve the quality of life for all Vermonters and our values-based approach to work each day, it was clear to me that, that this was an organization I wanted to be a part of. And I am so proud to be a part of the team here at VSCCU. Learn more at vsccu.com. This is David Goodman. Join me every Wednesday at 1 o'clock for the Vermont Conversation, brought to you by vtdigger.org, Vermont's nonprofit news source. I'll talk with national and local changemakers from the worlds of politics, social and racial justice, science, education, and the environment who are having an impact on our daily lives. You can also hear the Vermont Conversation at vtdigger.org or sign up for our podcasts. Join me and take part in the Vermont Conversation, 